Hello, this is Leisha Holmes of Key Recruitment and I'm thrilled to welcome to our channels today a very familiar face to my fellow neighbours of workplace in Manchester, but it's a new face to our media connections. This is Arthur Ward of Can Do English. Hello to you, Arthur. How are you? Good morning. And as I say, welcome to my kitchen. <laughs> Welcome to the heart of Can Do English. Well, look, I'm familiar with who you are. Obviously, that's why I've invited you on today. But for those who aren't yet familiar with what you do, would you like to give us an overview of what your business is and why we've invited you on today? Yeah, in, in simple terms, the, the business Can Do English here, um, we're like a, an educational consultancy, really. But our, our core business has been, anyway, supplying English language teachers to China. Um, there are, there are many places where you can do teach English language these days, but China's always been our, our core and our, our focus. Um, so certainly up till this year, obviously, that's what we've been doing. And um, yes, we've had to make a few little changes now, obviously. Absolutely, which we will come on to. But just go back a step. So how did you form the business? Where did this all come from? Give us some context. Okay, very briefly. So I, I don't know. Um, I've worked for, for years in uh, software and towards the, after 20 odd years, I've still got this small software consultancy, which I'm sort of running down. And um, after 20 odd years of software, I was, you know, fairly bored with it, I have to be honest. And I was looking for something different. And I, I acted as a broker for a while, putting people together, looking for, you know, services, um, products and so on. And one of the places I did it with some people was in China. And totally out of the blue, one day, one of the one of the partners I went with over there, very bright young young woman, um, she asked me if I could maybe help them with something else. And I said, you know, what's that? And it was recruiting English language teachers for China, which her and a colleague were, were just setting up. Um, I knew a little bit about it. My son had, had taught in South Korea. Um, I had some friends who'd been international recruitment and so on. So I said, yeah, let's, let's give it a go. It sounded interesting. So I thought, well, I'll bust it for six months, see how it goes. <laughs> and at the end of that time, I thought, yeah, I'll do this. Let's do this. It's time to do it properly. Fantastic. So when was that? What, what year was that? So that's, that's just over four years ago now. Okay. And so you've had four, four years of, you know, understanding the market. And how many times have you been over to China? What's your familiar? A couple of times. I mean, normally I would have, I would have been due to go to the show. I know some other people, some other English people who work in the same area, they go over quite often and I usually, you know, try and fit in with when they're going there. So you've got some company, you know, um, you know, have a few drinks and try the Chinese food and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, and they went very early this year and I, I couldn't go at the time. Because, and at that time, already there was a problem becoming apparent. So Right. Uh, okay. Which leads very nicely into what we're talking about. So this was at the beginning of 2020. So what, what actually happened and then how did COVID-19 affect Kanda English? Okay, well, you have to think in China, for example, where we do it, it's, it's Chinese New Year's Spring Festival in January. So you always have a, a quiet time, a couple of weeks yeah. um, while they go off or visiting families. And, so. and just before that, of course, the news started coming out about COVID virus and so on. Mm -hmm. And I, I sat down in the beginning of January, I remember in, in workplace, speaking to the, the, the bods there, and I said, you know what, this is going to be a serious problem, I can, I can feel it. And then on the 17th of January, they um, closed Wuhan down. So it was obvious sitting there that this was going to be a major problem, you know. It was a, a case of thinking for how long. 
Um, I mean, I did all the obvious things, sat down, looked at your budget, cut it down. You know, it was a case of sitting there like anyone else in any other business and say, you know, can I sit this out? Is it going to be, you know, a few months? So it's a case of sitting it out and stuff or whatever, because at that time they did it. And of course, it just kept moving on. People kept coming to me from China saying in April it'll be okay. And, you know, and then it was June and, and then it was September and so on. So, I mean, yeah, the, 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 pro the first problem was the schools and the universities closed down. So right away that, that closed that market. Right, okay. but at that point, probably saw April would be back. Of course, it didn't happen. And, you know, along the way, as I say, there were a few sort of false dawns. And then eventually some of the schools and universities started going back. And, and I remember speaking to someone saying, this looks like it might be sorting itself out now. About two days later, they closed the borders and, and, and weren't letting people in. They closed the consulates. They were doing no more visas. Maybe something we should have done here, actually. But that's another subject. That's another possibly so, true. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, so basically, the, that meant the market was was dormant pretty much for six months, let's say. So you know, eventually in, in September, the universities and schools started going back and so on. But the you know the the consulates, the visas, all the things you had to do, they were still closed. They weren't right. they weren't issuing any new ones. Teachers were, were stuck there. Teachers were stuck there. If you're an English teacher over there, are you a, you're a, you, you know, you're an expat, did you mm. get home or did you, were you allowed to stay? No, some didn't get, some didn't get home. Right. And, and, and they were, they were stuck there for weeks. And the, the, the shutdown then was very much with some of them were literally in their apartment for, for weeks on end, you know, in some of the countries there. Mm. It them now and they say everything is sort of almost back to normal. Mm. Um, but they just didn't want us coming in now and so on. No. So in terms of in terms of um, the, the effect on, on, you know, the business, as I say, you know, for six months in reality, it was, it was pretty much dormant. And yeah. so at that point, that's when you, you have to sit and think, okay, what do we do now? Your plan. And I, remember, I do remember seeing you in workplace and I remember just looking at your face thinking, is he hiding a multitude of sort of problems here and because obviously your business is, is all china and i think this is probably just before it became apparent that we would end up going into a lockdown so what have you done since january to ensure that you've still got an income and a revenue stream for the business how have you pivoted well, the, like i said before it's a case of deciding you know can we sit this out it depends how long it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna go yeah what am i gonna do in the meantime to do it so I, I i mean i fell back a little bit on apart from doing a lot of decorating at home i fell back a little bit she's uh, very dangerous apparently very dangerous and <laughs> i fell back a little bit on my old software clients i actually went back to a couple of, of software clients including capita who, who obviously were in, in workplace mm -hmm. uh, and um you know asked if, if, if there's some software i knew about and asked them when to do that and uh, and blow me, two of them came back and, and gave me contracts. So particularly Capita, who once told me they'd never work with me again. That's a long story. I'll tell you that. But so so that gave me leeway, you know. Yeah. And in terms with um, you know sitting it out and, and the general financial cutting it down and so on, that gave me leeway. Honestly, probably through to March, the end of March next year, one way or another. Fantastic. So that allowed me to sit and say, it's time to sit and think about this. What's going to do now? You know, it's clear. I mean, by then there was a problem all over the, all over the place. So it's a clear case of saying, um, yeah, what do we do now? 
So is there a demand for English teachers in other countries? Is that something that you've looked at? There, there is, but two things. First of all, to me, a lot of them are sort of small, small markets. I always felt China was, was the place. Mm -hmm. It's massive. The, the people where education is really important for the kids and so on. They'll spend the money. And to be honest, as things went on across the world, of course, the virus spread in other places as well. So even it's if you wanted to do that, mm -hmm. it, it was no longer an option. And what about online? I mean, can you place these people to teach online with so much on yeah. webinars these days? You're right. There was a there was a rise, obviously, in, in online, online people. Schools started trying to do that. People started trying to do that. Two things, it needs a bit of a setup. It's not quite the same thing. And to be perfectly blunt about it, the commercial returns for a company like us is um, you really need to be shifting a lot of numbers to do that. And quite yeah. frankly, that, that's not what we do. No, no, of course it's not. It's specific skill sets going into specific schools and universities, I expect. So what does the future look like? You've said you've got enough work software-wise till March next year. I mean, no one can possibly predict what's going to happen in 2021. But are you strategizing for Can Do English to wait and see what happens with the pandemic? Or are you just going to focus on other revenue streams? No, I think the time for waiting to see see how it goes is, is over, to be honest. I mean, like we've spoken about before as well, it was, it was, it was how are you going to pivot on, on this and, and change it? And, and that's why I had to look at a new model, you know, and so on. It's not something, I mean, I would always say it's not something to be frightened of in a way. I mean, I've always done it in my work career anyway. I mean, as a student, I studied law. By the time I'd finished that, I didn't want to do that. I worked in finance and contracts at the BBC in London for four years. And then I, I dropped into software. Mm. I involved me going away for six months and, and doing some extra skills as well. So, you know, and now, now I'm doing this. So <laughs> it's not something, you know, that I've, I've not done in the past. But, you know, I, I would say... The thing is, you don't have to be frightened about it. You know, you have to, sometimes that's the way to do it. And I didn't, I got to that point where I thought there's, there's no point in wasting any more time thinking about, is this going to come back? Because it's not in the same way. That's not to say it'll come back in a smaller way, but it'll come back. Yeah. You know, and it was time to sit down and say, spend your time now looking at a new model, what you're going to do. That, that's what I did. The market, in a way, it's just, you don't even, you don't have to have drastic changes either necessarily. And I think you do need to try and hold on to the partners and, and the people you've done in the past to make use of that. And um, so that's what I did. It's a sort of nuanced change in a way. I mean, in China, it's simple. You've got stuff going that way into China, or you've got stuff coming this way into the UK and the rest of the world. And in simple terms, my new model is a little bit of the old one, but more of stuff coming this way into the UK. Very and good. that's that's like that's like consultancy. It's like mentoring. It's like international student recruitment. It's like helping them with exams. It's summer schools. It's cultural cultural stuff. Um, and that's that's what I've, I've started doing. You know, I've just just signed up. Probably my first new partner over here, an education company called Libra Education in London. And um, so there'll be a bit of this and a bit of that. That's, that's the plan. I love it. That's a really good strategy. I mean, for our audience that are watching and listening to this, who are probably nodding along as I am, thinking, you know, it's true. We can't, we can't hold on to the past. If you haven't already kept yourself moving forward, you're probably going to make yourself very invaluable to your current employer or as a business leader. You're probably sat there panicking as the UK enters its second 
formal or well, sorry not the UK England is entering its second formal lockdown as we record this this week so what would your top tips be for people watching and listening who have to think about what they're going to do because you, you've clearly got a lot of skills you've got a lot of experience and you've got other areas that you can explore revenue so what would your advice be in terms of, of looking at new skills and that's difficult to say depending on what people yeah. say I mean, going back to what I said before, I think the first thing I would say, in a, in a nutshell, is don't be frightened of doing it. Good. You know, often it's a good thing. Yeah. Secondly, try and you don't have to make a drastic change. You know, you don't have to go from being a recruiter to being a ballet dancer. You know, what you need to do is is try and use all those skills and connections that you've already got, yeah. if possible, in terms of, of of what what you know what you can do and so on. Um, and um, yeah, build a new model from that, you know, but like I say, you just got to be brave about it a little bit, okay. you know, and, and, and go and do, go and do a, a new model, but use what you can from, from before. Yeah. So utilize those skills. I love it. Those are three really good tips and it's wonderful to see you looking so well. And I look forward to seeing you because obviously we're, we will still continue to go into workplace. So I think we've, we caught up with you a couple of weeks ago. If our yeah. dates collide, so we'll definitely put links on there for anyone that's looking for a very innovative office. It's very COVID safe office space. It's a wonderful hub, isn't it, Arthur? We love it there. So yeah, I mean, it's safe, to be fair. Just, you know, a quick word on the office, to be fair to them as well. I mean, sometimes my, my son at home says, why are you going in there? And I said, it's safer there than it is here. Yeah, true. <laughs> definitely. I mean, definitely safer than your house, given that you've given yourself an injury doing home improvement. So... <laughs> Definitely don't follow Arthur for that. But look, that's been really useful. And I think it's really insightful because obviously China's where it all started. So you were always at the head, you were at the start of the curve before we even knew that it was. Yeah, there. I mean, just, just to finish very briefly, I always remember that week. I sat there. I, I definitely got this feeling in the office from the people on it and people like yourself right at the beginning when I first mentioned it that, you know, I could see people were thinking, oh shit, this is going to be, oh, this is going to yeah, be, um, this is going to, you know, poor, poor Arthur's got a, a real problem there. Of course, we've been about four weeks. Everyone had a problem. <laughs> Everyone's problem. That's the way it goes. Definitely. <laughs> well, it's wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And we'll make sure that your LinkedIn um, information and website information is on our post as well so that people can follow you as well. But thank you so much for joining us today. It's been oh, wonderful. no problem. It was a pleasure. All right. See you soon, Lisa. Bye.